Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Building a house is exciting, but before it begins to go up, it is important to make sure that the foundation is solid or it won't last. As Jesus brings his Sermon on the Mount to a conclusion, he makes sure that we know that just listening to his sermon isn't enough. You have to follow his teaching or you're just building your life on a shifting sand. I'm calling episode 43, Wise or Foolish? The choice is yours. My parents owned only one house in their lifetime. They bought it new in 1959 and lived in it for the rest of their lives. My dad added several improvements in those early years, including a large pen for his bird dogs and a covered patio in the backyard. At one point, he decided he needed a tool shed back there. Now, this was long before you could buy a prefab shed and have it set up in one day. His project would be akin to building a small house with insulated walls, electricity, and a built-in workbench. I remember being excited as I left for school one morning because Dad was going to start building the little house, as we would later call it. In my first grade mind, I imagined that when I got home that afternoon, there would be a structure that was well underway. And when I got home, I rushed out to the backyard. But I couldn't see that much had been done. And in fact, for several days, there was nothing resembling walls or doorways or windows anywhere to be seen. But over time, a building actually appeared. And that little house was still in place when we sold the house I grew up in shortly before the end of Dad's life. It had been built well, And building something well doesn't happen at the drop of a hat. If a backyard building is going to last through more than 60 years of Oklahoma weather, it has to be built on a strong foundation, and it has to be maintained. As Jesus brings this Sermon on the Mount to a close, he wants us to know what he's been teaching isn't some quick-fix life hack, but a spiritual discipline that we have to work on every day. Today's reading comes from Matthew, the 7th chapter, the 24th through 29th verses. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents, and the floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. In my early days of Sunday school, we would sing a song that went something like this. Unfortunately, you won't be able to see the motions that come with the song. The wise man built his house upon the rock. 
The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rain came tumbling down. The rain came down, and the flood came up. The rain came down, and the flood came up. The rain came down, and the flood came up, but the house on the rock stood firm. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand, and the rain came tumbling down. The rain came down, and the flood came up. The rain came down, and the flood came up. The rain came down, and the flood came up, and the house on the hand went splat. Well, it was a fun song to sing, especially the part where the house built on the hand went splat. Of course, we boys over-exaggerated the fall of the building, but the teaching had been indelibly imprinted in us. Jesus knew that this analogy was simple and obvious to all. If you want your house or your life to be able to stand up to the inevitable storms that life throws at us, it needs to be built on a strong foundation. But, as is the case with all of Jesus' teaching, the analogy goes deeper than what is initially obvious. In this instance, it is the definition of who is the wise man and who is the foolish man. At first blush, we would think that the wise man is the good church-going person and the foolish man is the one who gives church no thought at all. But that's not what Jesus is saying at all. Both the wise and the foolish man are found at church. Both of them have listened to Jesus' teaching. What separates the wise man from the foolish is his reaction to hearing what Jesus has to say. If the hearer realizes the truth and grace of the gospel and begins to follow the way of Christ and build their life on the foundation of God's word, then they are indeed wise. But the hearer who only listens to what Jesus has to say, even if they listen faithfully for years, but never believes to the point of actually living in obedience to his teaching, is indeed a foolish person. I'm afraid that there are many who faithfully attend church services and even serve in various capacities in the church who have only given mental assent to being a good, church-going, moral person, but who have not actually given themselves to actually follow Christ by allowing Him to change them. Last week, we looked at the awful foretelling of the Day of Judgment when those who heard Jesus' teaching but didn't follow it will find out how foolish they have been. Jesus said in chapter 7, verse 21, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws.
The next part of Jesus' analogy is the assumption that life will be difficult. In referring to the wise man who hears the word and follows it, Jesus says, Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. He doesn't say, if the rain comes, and he clearly doesn't say that the wise man won't have rain and floodwaters. He is saying that the wise person who follows his teaching won't have to be dismayed by the torrents and floods because the foundation of God's word will withstand the storms of life. I know that there are those who are inclined to believe that the storms are put on those who are out of line, or that the person with the right faith can speak to the storm and make it go away, but I think it is clear that storms will come to all of us because life is hard and our world is messed up. What we can be sure of is that although there is no promise that our life will be without a storm or that he will make the storm go away, we do have Jesus' absolute promise that he will stay with us through the storm. In Matthew 28, verse 20, Jesus said, And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That is the rock you can build your life on without fear of it collapsing when things inevitably get tough. Jesus has now ended his Sermon on the Mount, and the first reviews are in. The crowds are amazed at his teaching. He spoke with great authority. He obviously had a perfect grasp of what he was talking about, but he didn't come off as condescending. He spoke confidently in a way that every listener could understand. Every other teacher taught from the knowledge he had gained from years of study, but the knowledge was not their own, so they could only draw from what they had been taught. Now, there's nothing wrong with that kind of teaching, but when you can hear from the originator of all that knowledge, you can bet that it will be amazing. As I bring this study of the Sermon on the Mount to a close, I doubt that my teaching has amazed you. I am certainly not the originator of this knowledge, but I do have first-hand knowledge of how important it is to listen to the words of Christ and to obey what he says. I can speak with personal knowledge of the peace that has been mine in the storms that I have faced. I may not have known how long the storm would last or how different my life would be after the storm, but I have had absolute confidence that Jesus was with me every step of the way and that he would be with me no matter what. And you can have that certainty as well. Let me encourage you to be the wise person who not only hears what Jesus has to say, but who puts his words to work in your life. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the I'm Still Learning podcast. If you find this podcast interesting, won't you please share it with a friend? Also, let me know what you think. Find me on Facebook or Instagram under my name, Randy Whitlow, or send an email to rbwhitlow at me.com. Until next week, I'm Randy Whitlow, and I'm still learning.